You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. Welcome back to another episode. Yeah, this is about to be something. This is about to be something. Welcome back to another episode of Titties and Tacos. I am your host, Sparkle. And I am Tina D. And today's episode is brought to you by the letter S. It is. And I'm super excited because Tina D is in the building today. Mm. Yay! Tina D is less excited because my S should have been for seasonal allergies. (laughs) Oh my God. Jesus oh, Christ. Sinuses. Sinuses and whatnot. Because I took my raggedy ass back to fucking Michigan and I should have stayed no. in the desert Come where I haven't home. had these problems. There's no vegetation, so I'm fine. It's it's fine. Mm. I come here and I'm immediately greeted by this foolishness. So, you know. But but they can hear us this week. Yeah, y'all gonna hear more than you bargained for. <laughs> they always hear more than they bargained for. You know what? Fair, fair, it's always fair. some bullshit. Well, in sometimes the sometimes so. they hear less than they bargained for. So you. Well, know. yeah, you know what? Fair point. Fair so, point. but we're here in the studio together. So hold on. Do you actually want to do your topic and your tits first, and just so you're not snotting through? I don't. I do no. you just want to get it over with? No, no. Well, let's keep the show together. Make it spicy. Okay. See, let's roll the dice. That sounds germy, but sure. Let's roll the dice. Let's see where we are. All right. Because well. it's not like I'm just going to let you do your topic and then I'm not going to say anything. Like, yes, read off <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye. I've left for now. I what? Mean, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Especially I'm... given your topic, if you still doing the one you told yeah, me. Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's, it's after. Active participation all the way around. This is just a disclaimer. Welcome, welcome back to the shits. Hey guys, we here. Shit show. And I wonder how many times we have said that. That's the every s. That's the drinking game to play is to listen to these episodes and then drink every time. No, for real. That's we definitely it. We cuss at our own show because yeah. we cuss at our own show a lot. Have you noticed that? No. Yeah, we do. We we call it very derogatory terms almost all the time. I mean, that's not great. I mean... That's a little, like, self-deprecation happening. I mean, we also say a lot of uplifting things, but with curse words as well. Oh, well, then, so you're just saying we just talk a lot. Yeah, we swear a lot. Yeah. I mean, well, swear words are just words that somebody said were bad words. What the, What is a bad word? Oh, you don't got to get me started on Let's this. Let's define I'm, a bad word. That's I'm ridiculous. absolutely all for not there are inappropriate times to use certain words not conforming to what everybody agreed was a bad word but then again that get becomes a slippery slope because technically everybody agrees on what the color red is just by, by light and you didn't die okay science um it's a social construct <laughs> like time is not a social construct we're color not, no 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 oh, color color color, yes. color okay. is a is a thing that yeah, we agree it is. upon yeah it is You're but it doesn't right. it doesn't actually exist isn't that no. fun facts for you yeah anyway okay 
cool. Yeah, that's where we are today. So, well, let's get into the <laughs> tits of the day. Yay, it's my turn. It is your turn. Awesome. And who are we acknowledging, honoring, okay. celebrating today? All right. Um. So today, my tits for today um, are those that belong to Dr. Kobina Dungy. And she in July became the first black full professor of the School of Criminal Justice at Michigan State. Um, I'm going to read her bio because it's not wild long, but uh, it's worth it because she did a thing in 2022 that has not been done by any black person at my alma mater, nonetheless, which is a little, little disparaging. But here we go. Dr. Jennifer Cobina Dungy has earned the status of full professor. This designation makes Dr. Cobina Dungy the first black full professor in the history of the School of Criminal Justice at Michigan State University. Dr. Cobina Dungy first joined the School of Criminal Justice in 2009 as an assistant professor. Um, this was interesting. Her research interests include public response to police use of force, prisoner reentry, and how the intersection of race, gender, and neighborhood um, contexts shape victimization risks among minority youth. So you can see how her mere presence alone is fucking required. You know, how is this not like, I, I, I don't know, I thought it was going to be like the College of Physics yeah. or Engineering. Mm -hmm. Every nigga I know got a criminal justice associates. Exactly. So exactly. how is it that criminal, the College of Criminal Justice was the mm -hmm. one that was lacking a, a, a African-American professor with full professorship status? That is insane. Correct. In 2022. Um, so I'm going to read a quote from her and then I'm going to go on to the things that she's written. Um, but anyway, um, so on being named the first black full professor in the school's history and paving the way for future scholars of color, Dr. Kobina Dungy says, I am beyond ecstatic to matriculate through the ranks of becoming a full professor. Being the first black full professor is humbling and I have immense gratitude for all those people who helped me along the way. In addition to continuing her research, um, as we named, she plans to continue mentoring and paving the way for students and junior faculty of color. She is currently working on increasing the diversity of the school's doctoral program with the intended goal of working to see those students graduate, receive tenure track positions and uh, at other institutions and ultimately becoming full professors themselves. In addition to her dedicated service in the School of Criminal Justice, Dr. Kobina Dungy also serves as the associate edit editor for crime and delinquency. She serves on the editorial boards for Justice Quarterly, Criminology and Public Policy, Journal of Crime and Justice, Feminist Criminology, and Social Sociology Compass. Dr. Kavina Dungy is the author of Hands Up, Don't Shoot, Why the Protests in Ferguson and Baltimore Matter and How They Changed America. She's also received a 2020 um, Cormay Ritchie Mann Award and a 2021 Albert J. Rice Distinguished Scholarly Publication Award from the American Sociological Association of Crime Law and Deviant Section. Her work has been 
um, cited widely and has been featured in CBS News, um, CBC News, NPR, New York Times, Washington Post, Politico. Congratulations, Dr. Kavina Dungy. And that's the end of the press release from this institution. Here's my thing. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, shout out to her. She's amazing. Tits amazing. She deserves. Thank you. Now, on to the brief but critical aside that is, <laughs> what the fuck is 2022? This bitch has done more than most people will ever do. And this is my problem, okay? In order, here's the here's the list of things. First of all, in order for her to get here, she has written critically acclaimed books, been awarded multiple times, written multiple papers, and sits on editorial boards for basically every publication that there is in criminology to just now in 2022, because I'm sure she did all these things for a long time, get full professorship as the first black one, not man, not, not black man or woman, child, first black human to do it in 2022. Not only after doing all that and receiving it, now she got a Harriet Tubman, everybody else in. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? And I said, like, what do we say? When does it end, Diane? When does it end, Diane? When does it end, Diane? Like, that's amazing. I'm super happy that she did that. And that is no small feat. But it's just like, these sort of things still happening as first is why I refuse to ever take my foot off the neck of people that claim they not racist and they don't have privilege. Shut the fuck up, because this is evidence of that shit still going on. Yeah. But I digress. Um, Shout out to her. She's amazing. I'm sure she will continue to do great work because we need her to do great work because the reason research doesn't show the things that are true is because it's all in the eyes and the viewpoint of the researcher. So if it ain't us, it's somebody else. So That's insanity. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's, it's continuously, um, there we go. Now I sound like myself. <laughs> it's continuously uh, infuriating. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. I'm over here dicking around with this shit because. Yeah, I, I know. I that. can't focus. I, I need you to focus up, boss. We're actively doing a show. <laughs> oh, wait, hang on. Did I, did I fix it or did I fuck it up? I think I fucked it up. Hold on. Let me see what I like. Oh, wait. Do I like Nigga. that? <laughs> Man, they've been here. What up, though? Like, fuck. This the, is the east side of Detroit. It definitely is. In the building. Um, Yeah, no, everything you said was trash. Oh, okay, well. And because we had already talked about this, I know exactly what you're bitching about because you bitched about it before we got here. Because I'm mad. <laughs> so, it's I've infuriating. Like, I've had her on my list of tits to do since I saw that, simply because... I was outraged. I, I was mean, ecstatic you should be. Like, it's, it, it is legit ridiculous that, you know, here we are all these uh, years later, these big, this big ass age in this fucking country dealing with the first of not. And you got to remember, I think black people forget this. We're not. It ain't just us. We're not the only minority. It's so many other minorities, you know, alongside us that are waiting for the opportunity to be the first. And that is fucking ridiculous. I just don't understand how this stuff can happen and then people be like, oh, there's no more racism. 
Well, because it's convenient. It's the convenient truth. We don't need to teach. And what are we here for on Al Gore's internet? An inconvenient truth. Doom doom. Oh, and that's so good. Oh, that's so good. I'm a genius. That's really trash. <laughs> and I will not. That was it. great. But with that, we can definitely just move on to your topic because I'm done now. I'm done and outdone, actually. <laughs> done and outdone. <laughs> but uh, let's just keep this show going. Oh, Why don't we? My God. Ah. <laughs> uh. Funnies, the funnies. Just as I expected. Trash. (laughs) (laughs) You calling me trash? That joke was garbage. Whatever. You ready? Are you ready for my topic? Probably not, but let's do it anyway. So my S, um, man, how do I even transit? Like, I really want to get close and talk to y'all for real. Like, come here, y'all. Let me tell you where the S even came from. So. I'm in this place where I'm about to get married. <laughs> Ooh. Even though. <laughs> I, I do hope you explain why that was my reaction. <laughs> explain about, that to people. I'm about to. So I like to say things that my wife has been trying to get me to say in private, in public, to shock her when she least expected. Especially because she still don't believe it. Her saying it in public, it makes it more of a lie. Right, less. right. That's true. And so, so you know, I'm, I'm on Wednesdays. Um, we dress in pink, but no, in Wednesday, on wow. Wednesdays we lead Bible study, and um, yeah, that's hilarious on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, and so one of the things we've been talking about is like you know all the things we're believing God for, blah blah blah. Right? Okay, great. But I'm in this place where you know Jesus okay. is like. You're gonna be a wife. This is a thing that's happening, mm-hmm. and every every woman that I come in contact with is it has something like prophetic to say to me about becoming a wife, whether they know that we've discussed this thing or it's complete, you know, stranger. So in okay. in deciding, I'm going to um, uncomfortably step into the fact that maybe this is a thing that is happening. Interesting. I've decided to prepare myself, to arm myself, because I like information. I like to be prepared. So I've I've started really digging into um, marriage topics with my married friends because I have questions. So Tina D is married. My other she my is. best friend is married. Um, so I have a, a other a couple other friends are married, and so each each woman is different. Each woman is married to a different type of man, different type of background, situation, so on and so forth. So you know, I have a nice um, what do we call it? Not control group. Control group? No, that's, no. that's what, not. What do you call it? Um, that's a cohort. Oh, are you guys a cohort? <laughs> I don't think that's. I it mean, either. if you're stuck, if you're taking either, if you're taking, a, no, it's a it's the people you put in the room in the room to decide whether or not they like a show before they put it on the air. Oh, that's, that's what I'm cohort. thinking of. Yeah, I was thinking. I'm still on this research thing. That's because it's okay, babe. Let it go. Move on. I'm sorry. Um, it's fine. So I have a I have a group. Oh, it's the, that we are polling until I from. Out what this is, it's not going to be good. I mean, you out have the, the internet in front of you. Yeah, but if I you'd like distracted. to do that while I intro my my topic, <laughs> go ahead. So, um, 
so yes, so I've been leaning on them for information um, because I am a very awkward robot when I am uncomfortable. And Tina D always <laughs> says, I don't know what to do with my hands. And she speaks in a British accent. So okay, you just going to, uh, okay, so you're going to tell our private business publicly? <laughs> Didn't you just say something to your husband last night about airing your private stuff? Did he? He said something about how you, your stomach be fucked up after you come home eat all this meat because you live oh. in a vegetarian household. Yeah, no. And then I, oh, man, I was here for barbecues. Right. Yep. And you and ate it, everything at the cookout last night. I regretted everything this morning, but nothing in the moment. But that's not the See, here. and <laughs> now you talking about my, my uh, pepper accent. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so. I want to sound like motherfucker Peppa Pig, bitch. I will. So, okay. anywho, my S took the long way around. My S, guys, is for so. How do I marriage? Because your girl got questions. So, for oh all the married folk who are listening to this, you know, meet us. Meet us at the Nacho Cart to um, discuss. Yeah, encourage in, in, in the Lord, apparently. Yes. This sounds sound wild. I don't know what to do, y'all. Like, this man whom I love and pray for regularly that is apparently coming soon, Um, I'm just trying to prepare myself for him. And so I just have some basic questions okay. that I would like for either Tina D or y'all. Like you have a list of questions? Yeah, I got some like, just, I mean, kind of broad. Some are broad, some are specific, right? I kind of got questions and questions. Because oh. once you answer a question, it's a follow-up question. Oh, my. Okay? Okay. So let's get into it. So my first question is, or uh -huh. my first my first topic is about like, how do you greet your mate? Oh, God. No, like for real. Okay, I don't, I don't understand this. Okay, like you, but in what concept? Like they came home from work. So, so okay. So we wake up with a person, right? We start at the top of the day. So you wake up okay. to this person, and you like, I slept with you. You live here, right? We we're in a thing, in a real thing now, because I have your name. So like that means something, right? Okay. And so like this person wakes up, and you like. Hello. <laughs> like, do you say hello to them? Or is it like, what up, nigga? Like, I don't know how to address this nigga are you, in the morning. <laughs> are you asking me what hi you, husband? Do I is it formal? Gross. Do not do Do that. I do that? Okay, I, so okay, so wait. So he I up, would like to envision that you don't. Maybe he gets up before me, right? Which also I'll come back to that in a second because I got another question about that. So okay. he's up, he's, you know, showering or whatever, and now I gotta wait. 36 hours because you know I don't like showering behind nobody's wet so the bathroom gotta fully dry before I can go in there okay and but you know hopefully we live now with, with multiple full bathrooms because that would be great yeah so he goes off to work whatever and he comes home he leaves for work mm -hmm. he showers leaves for work right all before you and you don't see him this whole time I, well in my thing I've just avoided him because I don't know what to say to him <laughs> why you say hello I, okay so you do say hello I mean is it like hello like hello hello I, okay let's I can't start. find it what, how do you sound okay pause hello pause because i feel like you're spiraling we i, I am started. and i'm afraid and okay this is this is, this is afraid the thing for me. i want you to understand i've never once even 
thought about this. So what do you do when you just roll over and he's there now? And well, it's a thing. If we're being honest, most of the time I roll over and he didn't already got up. Right. And that's what I'm hoping for because I'm an early bird. But, you know, maybe he's an even earlier bird. I mean, that's the And he that's flies the, the coop before I have to deal with him that's and figure this out. That's the scenario that I find myself in most often. So and I would I like to stay there because it makes me comfortable. So well, let's. My thing is, is this. This is. This is why mm-hmm. this is a interesting and telling situation, <laughs> um, if we're being honest. But, like, I'm going to give you just what happens on my end. Okay. Okay. And then we're going to come back to your psychosis. Okay. 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 Um, fine. That, that's fine. <laughs> um, so, most of the time, he's already up and doing something, whether that's just out in the living room mm-hmm. watching TV or whatever because he's not a person to linger in bed. He doesn't really I don't like, like to, to linger there. either. And that's right. I, like what happens if I meet him in the hallway? And it's he's like, not a stranger. Excuse me. Sorry. Okay, we'll get back to this. But most of the time, whenever... <laughs> the towels are over there on the left. <sighs> what happens I just is, don't want to bump into him somewhere. You're... Bump into... Okay. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> my brain is melted because this is ridiculous. Um, however, in our scenario, he's, he's, up, only, he's, he's gone. Up. No, he's not gone. I mean, he's in out of the room. Yeah, he's, right. he's up. He's out of the room. There are some days where, because we're on different time zones and everyone who's not him that I love lives in the Eastern time zone, there's some days where my phone will ring before I go out there and I'll answer the phone. Which I don't try to do that a whole bunch, but some days that'll be what happens depending on whatever I have going on. And because everybody on the East Coast has been up for three hours. Um, Pretty much. That's really the problem. Like literally. Literally everybody's been up for three hours. We're waking up at the same time, but in different places. But um, so I'll get on the phone and like if I'm on the phone when I see him. I probably won't say anything. I will, like, acknowledge him, be like, you know, hey, or whatever. But if I'm in the middle of a phone conversation, then probably nothing. I try to not do that as much as feasible, but whatever. And then I'll just, like, walk out into the kitchen and either start a conversation because we live together. So there's no need to introduce myself to him well i don't know maybe he forgot he was married overnight i don't i don't know this is awkward for us this is awkward we've never been in this in this situation are you talking about like day two of being married to this person kind of early on yeah not like settled into a rhythm i'm talking about finding a rhythm i mean so in order to find a rhythm you have to obviously start at the beginning of a thing i think you should for most people, I would recommend do what comes natural, but it sounds well, like that's you why I don't started with it. I don't have a natural, so I'm trying to establish a natural. I literally, so like I don't want to like I was saying I don't want to bump into him and I don't know what to call you yet. It's like going up to your mother in law and y'all ain't like the y'all ain't got that bestie relationship, but also calling her like Mrs. Douglas doesn't feel right. So you just get close enough to breathe on her and say what you got to say because you don't know what to call these people. So I don't know what to call him. I mean, my thing is you shouldn't have to call like, him. should I just be like hey, just call this nigga something generic like babe and then that just works no, because it's a comfort 
my thing is you don't have to well, like you're okay, making so, this like a letter and it's so, not so that. then okay so let's fast forward let's skip this part maybe let we maybe we maybe we this is not that complicated it's not but what comes, <laughs> i'm but being clear about there that. is complication that we'll go into the complication okay so the complicated part is mm. what happens when i'm like on the phone with you okay and because we have 17 businesses yeah and he and I work from home and I'm going to always work from home because I refuse to not. OK. <laughs> oh, so he is pulling up in the driveway mm. and he has had his day and he's coming into the house. And, you know, I like jovial guys. So he's coming to the door. Good mood, whatever. And I'm, am I like standing there in a, with a tray of something? <laughs> I don't know. Like, do I hold snacks in one hand, and like beverages in the other? You say. Do I work here? <laughs> like, no. I don't understand do what you, I'm supposed to be do doing. Do you intend to work? for him i mean yes <laughs> which way are we talking okay because yes i do right. but so so how do we get to that because if that is my goal am i just standing here i mean with are do you a tray of sandwiches do and, you intend to be a 1950s housewife <laughs> i don't did that work for anybody i mean i'm open for suggestions i mean i don't I mean, I from my understanding, <laughs> this is my thing. From my understanding, it only works if you're like on methamphetamines at the same time. Um, but uh, no, you don't have to do that. I think you. So, start... I, so he comes to the door, right? He puts his key. In. So wait, does he put his key in, or do I open the door if I'm at the door? Do I just open? Do I crack it? <laughs> You can just, oh my god! You can just come in because oh, you live here. Oh wow! Do this, I invite you in? I don't. Oh my god! I have so much anxiety. <laughs> you are spiraling. Wait. Okay. So hold on. So let's say he, I just stand there. He has the key. He comes in and he opens and the door for like, himself because he's a functional right, human. Right. And he's just looking at me because now I'm standing here with sandwiches. Why are you standing there with sandwiches? We well, never because my kid it. is hungry when I pick her up. I don't know if that's the same thing with a man. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you need a snack? <laughs> I've been single a very long time. I don't know how this works. Oh man. Um, um. so yes. <laughs> don't laugh at me. I'm this is so crazy. These are so many thoughts I've never had before. So I have a sandwich and we just decided now we're gonna just have sandwiches. Right? You're just, but so does, he, is, does he like sandwiches? Because yes, he's you. So he's you in male form. I mean, this is the thing. I would never turn down a exactly. sandwich. Exactly. And I know that's my safe space with you. Exactly. Would you like but, a sandwich? But the thing is, you, there doesn't have to be a sandwich there. Like, you're, you're oh, doing well, something. Well, I have, like, hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> he's not a guest. He lives there. <laughs> <laughs> like I just can't stress okay, enough. Okay, so I have nothing, and I'm just standing there, empty-handed. Yeah, yes, you're just two people that live in a place together. Okay, well, if he comes in, do I say hello? Like hello? You, you say, uh, or you am say I like, hey? Hello, hello. No, hello? You don't do that. Hello. Unless y'all are doing something different. No, for the hello. Unit. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm just confused. This is awful. What do you do when it's your husband coming in the door? Like, I don't know. I'm not doing this with what you What do you guys. do? I will leave. Uh, I will I don't, fucking I leave. don't know what you do. Do you leave? Is that what you do? do you Why leave? would you leave? You live there. Well, no, like, so, like, you just, like, let's say you're going up the steps and he's coming in the door. Mm -hmm. Do you hurry up and go up the steps? <laughs> do you, it sounds like you do. Do you <laughs> like this? It okay. sounds like you do. <laughs> let's, I'm not trying to run away from him. Let's, well, it sounds like it. No, I just... Let's I'll, reverse. Do you like this person? I love this did, person. Did you... 
did are you married at first sight? Because that's really what you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> because it sounds like you married the a person. Fairest of questions it's, for me. <laughs> it really sounds like these questions really only apply if you're marrying a stranger. I would assume before you but guys I, but get see, the thing fully is, married, it's like not he a stranger. Might be a stranger because now we're married. And I stood by. Oh, I've, I've told so many brides doing weddings as an unmarried person. Like, oh, marriage is not a magical force field. You know who he was yesterday is who he'll be today. And then this morning, you tell me that's bullshit. That shit ain't all the way true. So now I feel like I'm marrying a fucking stranger. And what was true yesterday is also not true today. Like, let's say he wants to go on a walk with me in the evening. Right. And that's very nice. It's like, okay, I'm trying to, you know, manage my diabetes and everything. Let's do it. It's a cute thing. So now how do I hold his hand? Do I just grab it aggressively because you belong to me? Now that or I, that I don't like, have any advice for because we don't hold hands. Why don't we you walk. hold hands? Because we walk at different pace. And <laughs> oh, I've as a told, bitch who hates walking, yes, I I've totally been, get that. Yeah, I mean. You walk like everything is a 007 mission and it's not <laughs> that urgent. Well, that's what's crazy is he walks faster than me and I don't walk fast enough. Oh, fuck that. Fuck both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I'm the slow walker no. when I'm, when I'm with them. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, when we all three of us used to go antiquing, mm-hmm. he was the speedy guy. Yeah, that's and I always we, was the one b- behind, which is why they probably thought I was y'all damn kid. Right, because I was continually stopping to make sure you were okay. Because y'all walk ridiculously fast. You got hospital feet, and I don't know what he got. What do you, what, what is that? <laughs> Cinematographer? Like, do they move fast? Is it the film? Is it the video? I, I think it's just a nigga Is it just that an was, anxious nigga from I, the hood? I think it's just a nigga that took the bus for a while. <laughs> <laughs> bus niggas walk fast? Is that what we learned? <laughs> I know he didn't miss a lot of buses. I know that. Okay. That's that's good to know. That's a skill set. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I feel like you're thinking about things that will just occur. Well, but nobody's answering my questions. You're not. First of all, you ain't gave me space to answer I'm a ans- single question. I'm you just sorry. keep rolling them out well, because here, you're here's another, here's another one. You can answer them all together. Oh. So if I'm in the kitchen and he comes into the house. Right. And I'm trying to be cool. And I'm just okay. like, what you're up? Failing. What up, nigga? Like, what up? Do you say what up, nigga, to your husband? Sometimes. Should I not say that? Oh, no, I say that to him sometimes. Like, he walk in like, what well, up, nigga? I don't think I say what up, nigga, because that's real aggressive. It is. <laughs> it's kind of aggressive. Like, I mean, you've done nothing wrong. I have sandwiches. Yeah, We've established this. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. No, but I do say, hey. most of the time I just say hey. But if I say hey, it sometimes it comes off like I got an attitude, and I don't. I just okay. kind of have well, resting then, bitch voice. Then you per, you will pick a, a different... Yeah, but then say. I'm like, hi! That ain't it either, right? That's definitely not it. Sorry. You know there's a way to say hi without elevating without, an octave. Hi, what up? No, I can't do it. You can say what up? That is up? why greetings is over here on my list. <laughs> okay, you can say... I Yeah, and you spent a good time being very nervous about this. And my thing is, when I come... What a good example is... I came to your home this morning. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I asked you was, why the fuck you ain't got your key? There you go. <laughs> that's the first thing you're going to say to him. Why I got to come down here up in this fucking door? And that's more realistic. No, but I, I want to be with him forever. <laughs> exactly. You have already left me for a man. Okay. So, listen. I'm not I, trying to hold on to you. I would like to hold on to this person. What I'm saying is, that's more like what it's going to be gonna open the door and you're just gonna pick up the last conversation that left off or you're just gonna start in the middle of whatever so happened what today what that mouth do when you walk into the house maybe if that's what if that was the last thing y'all were talking about then or yeah sandwich sir 
I mean, if that's the last thing you were talking about, if he sends you a text message talking about he's starving, then the first thing you would say is, hey, you want the sandwich? You want a sandwich? Or, hey, you want the sandwich? Or talk Okay, okay. Let's move on from the <laughs> greetings. This is a little convoluted. Okay. I'll give you something a little bit easier. Okay, hold on. What I don't know? understand. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see. This says, shut up. Sure. I wrote it down. It says two alarm clocks. Okay, so Ooh. what happens? Ooh. What do you do <laughs> when people got different places at different times? How do we not smuggle? Uh, uh, not smuggle. What's strangle. the word? Strangle. Yes. How do we not kill each other? Um, That is something that you guys as a couple will have to figure out because for me, it does not matter if he has a different alarm set to get up now first of all both of us rarely need i'm a light sleeper yeah so the two of us we rarely need alarms to get up to do what we're doing and when i do need an alarm i'm normally not with them because i travel for work Mm -hmm. so it's not a regular occurrence for us so i really can't give you advice on how to um establish that but But i like having an alarm just jic because i always beat my alarm like almost 99 percent of the time but i still like having an alarm i mean that will just be a thing that y'all will have to come to terms to if it's keeping him if it's waking him up then maybe you don't or maybe but i have to because i have a kid so she has to make sure that i don't miss school for her maybe you sleep with an apple watch and let it just vibrate on your wrist and then you get up like that's the thing that that is possible. There's also this thing now. I was watching on the internet. Well, I don't now. wear watches because they break my wrist out. Okay. Well, again, you will have to come to terms. Okay, but what are the terms? What? Why? You, what are the things? You have to sit down with this person. Maybe they're not bothered. Maybe that person is like me. And again, yeah, that person is a bear and don't wake up just because my I'm little alarm sleep, went off. I'm sleep. Your alarm went off. That sounds like you got stuff to do today. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a you problem. That sounds like a you problem. But see, but in reverse, that is a problem because I do not sleep and I'm a light sleeper. So if you have an alarm set for earlier, then I am going to wake all the way up and well, there's no more going well, back to sleep if he's got something to do earlier then he would have to come to some terms about how he's going to address that like but those are just things that you discuss because that's the reality of how you are there's also a thing where <laughs> there's also a thing where people get sleep divorced which when i read it i really thought what does that mean like two separate rooms yeah because i'm here for that yeah. i saw that in the episode seemed, of how i met your mother years ago it, and it seemed worked. like something especially because how this couple was presenting it it seemed like something that you would like truly enjoy because they also used it to like pretend that they're girl places. yeah and that's also my thing about yeah. it yeah, it's why i want one of them bridge houses so yeah, we can meet exactly. on the bridge so they sleep in different rooms but then when they're you know like when they're into it she says she sends him a message like hey what you doing mm-hmm. you want some company i love that. those sorts of things so you but that's the thing those are terms they just came to and i like he and you fall asleep first and i yeah. can get up without issue and go down to my room yeah so it just sleep. it just depends on what you find that works if if this person rarely needs to be up earlier than you and then occasionally has to then maybe that's the only time that they sleep somewhere else or in a different bedroom because they have to be up earlier and they're not going to wake you up i know that's um the case for another couple that does the type of work that i do and sometimes when they're in the hotel room together but on different shifts they will like get a suite and the one person who has to be up earlier will sleep out like on the couch because they have to be up early and the other person is not going to be able to reset and go to sleep because they need to be sleeping. Nice. So you just have to have all of most of these questions can be answered with a simple conversation with the person that I, I assume mean, you're going to have. Possibly, but not all of them because nobody can tell you how to be like socially 
you know, acceptable or demonstrate socially acceptable behavior or whatever. Like, I don't know what, like, even in being with a person, like, am I just supposed to text you, like, tonight it's going down? Like, I mean, if that's what y'all do, (laughs) like, some people, that's what they do. Like, it depends on what you do. Like, I was so... I was I was so cool and now like we're in a thing. I think your biggest problem weird. is you have a lot of time to think about it and you don't have enough information to think about it reasonably. Yeah, and so I'm just making a like I'm having to fill in you're, and the rest you're, of it. You're going you're you're going <laughs> you're creating all types of scenarios. And the thing about it is you'll have all of these questions right now and like what we were talking about before this podcast is like you have questions now and like, scenarios I'm, and they're not going to be the ones that matters like I mean all. I guess but also like you know you just I remember okay so the, the guy that I was just super in love with I remember when I first saw him in just like regular regular clothes like not even regular clothes but your bummy clothes right because okay. he always made a point to look a certain way not even necessarily super dressed up when he saw me but just not his bleach stain blah 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 shit Okay, and I remember seeing him in a shirt where his son had spilled bleach on it. Okay, and so it was messed up. Mm-hmm. And when I saw him, he just looked so um, unhoused, and just okay, it made me sad. And I'm just like, oh, this is this is what you look like. And so, okay. and I, and because of how close we were, I, I said that to him. He started laughing. He was like, nigga, what do you think I look like every day? Like, you think I look like the nigga that I bring you every day? I'm like, <laughs> I was hoping you did. He's like, nah, bro, this is, this is the everyday shit. Yeah, and I'm like, shit, okay, cool. But my thing is, I can just see me being in the house because I do work from home. Mm-hmm. And it, it becomes, it's a different situation for people who work from home. All of y'all have experienced it at this point because of COVID. But you have to ha- it, there has to be some separation you know okay. you have to like make your bed you have to do things that make you n- less comfortable about being in the house all day yeah and you gotta put on you gotta put on pants put, put or on, shoes. yeah you have to take a shower you gotta do regular shit as if you're leaving the house just to go to your office space um and it's kind of that same idea and looking looking at that person every day is a certain level of comfort that also unsettles me like it's comforting for some people it's unsettling for me why because yeah. Ugh. yeah. Like I married this. <laughs> like this is so you're just you're just anybody. <laughs> well, this is the <laughs> like, thing. They're never going to be just anybody because it's the person. Well, hopefully. I mean, I know, but it's that the don't that you married. as a person who's been in long-term relationships, that does not always work. But my thing is, have you ever lived with a person? Yes. <laughs> Twice. How old were you? First time early 20s, the second time 30s. Okay. And were you very deeply in love with both of those people? One and one. So yes and no. Were you deeply in love with the person when you were in your 30s? No. Okay. So again, so you were a child. Yes, the first time. The first time. Mm -hmm. But deeply in love. Like you never completed the triangle. You only ever got Yeah, yeah. You got to complete the triangle (laughs) to kind of... You know, you know the one where they say you can only have two. Yes. In this scenario, yes. I mean, there's definitely some things that you just can't correct for. But hopefully, if you're marrying, you know, at least the right person for you, nobody knows how things go in the end. But right. If you're marrying a person that you truly love and care about, you just 
I mean, you just don't look at it like that. Like, this is the person. I decided to live life with this person. And that's all of their life. And so all but of those, also, like, why do you why do you smell like that? And why did you leave that? Probably because he and, cut your grass and carried your moat. Shut the fuck up and handle it. No, you're, exactly. you're not wrong. Exactly. <laughs> and those are the things. You're not wrong. You, and now I'm back here. Now exactly. I'm back in it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what happens. That's exactly <laughs> what happens. That's 100%. You pick it. some things up and now I'm here again. Exactly. With you your car- sandwich. <laughs> you carried a tower fan into the room. You yep. carried these. <laughs> Why uh, are you always picking something small? <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't small. It was super long tower fan that was very heavy because I spent extra money on it and I would have never carried that on my own. Or you took like these shutter doors, one in each hand for our oh, laundry that's room. that's a good one. And just walked off with them. <laughs> And when you came back, you found a lovely cocktail <laughs> just for you. So you just, you know, you be into it. Okay. Doesn't matter. All right. Well, do you feel I'll bring at least y'all a little bit. I'm gonna bring y'all some more questions later on, maybe next season. Well, because I I don't see. Uh, yeah, I do feel better about these. Okay. But the way my brain works is, it would just simply come up with other ones. So. When it does that, I'm going to write those down and bring those back. Okay. Because, yeah, I got, I have questions. You you have questions. Last question just popped into my head. Okay. What do you do when y'all are out okay. and, and we have kids? Okay. And everybody wants something different to eat. Um. Well, one, I'm going to preface this with I've never tried to appease a bunch of niggas all at once in my own home. <laughs> um, well, you grew up in a house of seven people with seven children right and so you're saying like if you go to so a what would you do and no we like fast food in it we we eat chipotle we you know whatever everybody oh the pot belly there had to be a consensus on which place we were going to and then you could get what you want from that place but it ain't we're gonna go to chipotle and pot belly and my parents didn't do that see i do that i do i do that with her because it's two of y'all. You ask what happens when well, it's Well, no, I do it when it's three. Three is the on the, the the maximum I've done it for thus far. I mean, I'll say this. For me, it seems impractical because I was raised in a house with eight people. So you can't afford to be going eight places. I don't want to go three fucking places. And you shouldn't. So my default is always the rule is we only ordering from one restaurant. Y'all can fight amongst yourselves as to which restaurant that is, but don't come at me thinking we're going to go someplace else. You know what just dawned on me? That's probably why I like places like uh, the Detroit shipping containers. Right, where you can get where, Yeah, and it's in uh, one place. Right. You got your burgers, you got your Caribbean, you got your Asian, and it all kind of works. Listen, my parents did not care what you got, which was really nice. We just going to one place. But we're only going to one place. And maybe you get to, to discuss that place Sometimes I just like you're if I told a, what that place is. What do you want? And see, that's how we all grew up, and now we do these kids. These kids are spoiled. Oh yeah, we overly accommodate all our kids. Yeah, it's crazy. But millennials do. Um, I but, heard I heard the most blasphemous stuff from my from my godson. He does not like waffle fries. Now, I first don't of all, both of them are disrespectful in the <laughs> fact that one one of them doesn't eat any potatoes like at all oh i know that hurt your heart my whole heart luckily they they well you got that you got you got your aquarium baby who draws pictures of fries for you yeah and i love her (laughs) 
shut up. I love them and I love her. And that for all different reasons. Now they love them some tacos. Yes. They feel like uh, I got them to convert over to Del Taco yes. when they came to visit me because they had only had Taco Bell. But so it's all it all balances out. But yeah, they don't like waffle fries, and then they go to Chick Fil A and get applesauce. That hurts my heart. I don't like waffle fries either. They're disgusting. I just like that there's more potato. I think it's weird, and it's I don't like putting my tongue in all them little holes trying to eat it. It I feels very sexual for no you reason. You have different issues with waffle fries. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. Your issue with waffle fries is your own. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> you know what? This is a good place to eat. <laughs> This is a good place to wrap your time. That was right my S. That was my S. Oh, Jesus. Fantastic. Um, wonderful. So now <laughs> it's my turn. It is. This is how this works. <sighs> All right. So my S is technically for the same word your S is, because mine is so you're raising an aquarium. <laughs> um, I just want to spend some time talking about in all general broad terms, because we know astrology signs, people can hold on to them way too much and use them as crutches for them being assholes or in whatever variety of assholes they are. However, particularly, I want to talk about Aquarian children. And more specifically, I would like to spend this time talking about my Aquarian child. <laughs> oh, my God. Whom I love so much, like with my whole heart but as i watch her grow and develop into this awesome um human which is wild to to watch um i am noticing some things as real parentals seem to do because i'm only tangentially a parent and we really can't justify it however <laughs> that's not here nor there um you really start so this is not news to people who have actually birthed and raised humans because at this point some people have whole babies going to college or seniors in high school so this is not me having a revelation that you may not have had this is simply me kind of apologizing a little bit um because god bless y'all uh we're terrible we're awesome fantastic but um and we will never on the record admit to anything else but honestly god bless you because how how on earth do you deal or parent or course correct a child that fully does not give a shit <laughs> at all like and then the things that are of concern are few and far between and not always logical what do you do? Listen, listen, that kid is fuck shit free. <laughs> and I respect it and I love it and so And was much. born that way, literally. You ever see a kid utterly unimpressed by everything kids love? Unimpressed. Uh, utterly unimpressed. Enjoys things, okay? Because she's not, not having a good time, but also just in full expectation of her own greatness. My favorite thing that she's in right now that has to be curbed and corrected all the time is when you compliment her, she says, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> I, 
I love it so much. And I just want to crawl under the table because that is so embarrassing. You can't be that person. Like if somebody compliments your work or your things you did, you the the appropriate the societal norm of things to do is say, "Oh, well, thank you," because people don't have to compliment you. It's something about the fact that she says, "Yeah," as if she knows she's great and she's very happy you're on board too. That oh, that's the best way to describe it. I of course I understand this because say I get it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Welcome. Y'all should feel bad for me. I got two Aquarians. I just I both love it and it's Heartless also crazy. Bastards. I it's also that part. Also, you know, out of safety and under oh, keen understanding of being with her mother or her guardian at the time is the right thing to do because they provide for you. She is a kid, she in particular is a kid that does not get lost places because she's not gonna allow you to leave her. Never. But does she care? To be any particular place with you? No. Did you do you remember <laughs> when I told her I was like, I'm gonna leave you? And she was like, and I'll just run behind you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like solely just an unfreshed child. If you tell her there's a thing that has to be done, she's gonna ask you why. And not in the normal inquisitive, like children trying to build a framework for the world her why is defiant as in who is going to tell me to do what now (laughs) i've decided i'm simply will not yeah and it and it's in that tone it is in that vein and again i just don't understand and that's when i remember what you're supposed to do i was raised in the 80s and i will fuck you up and again (laughs) and again of all of the children that i claim no child has been whooped more often than this one that's gonna ask you blatantly are you sure that you know like I how can, can we I be sure that you yes sure? often often <laughs> enough for me to second guess myself <laughs> and that's what she knows she can see it like is this a good idea are are you sure she is the kid that says to you the grown-up make good choices and the problem Every is, single day I dropped her off for school <laughs> last year. I'm like, have a great day. Love you. Be a reflection of Jesus. She be looking at me like, make good choices. The problem is she's <laughs> not like, wrong. you make good choices. The problem is she's not wrong. She not, because I made some bad ones while she was in school. <laughs> and she, she called you on it. She did. And she not, understands that. And I'm... That and be careful are her favorite. For me. Again. She'd be like, be careful. (laughs) Because she's watched you. Who parents and who? She has watched you climb on a rolling chair to do some stupid shit (laughs) one too many times. And again. And fall into the bathtub. Exactly. And this is the problem. She's an observant child. She gets good reads on people. She don't like who she don't like. Again, all these things I respect and want to just watch her thrive in but also you are a child and you are going to get in trouble being this way yes you really truly are and I think the only way I skirted it is that there were so many other children that I just simply isolated myself from nonsense most of the time but was I snarky yes did my mouth frequently get me into trouble I I was always in trouble for talking and then and I just and 
Her dad is the same way. He got a smart ass mouth, and you know, it's oh, yeah. just it's, we just here now. We just really and it's always so matter of fact. Yes, like you stupid. Yes, <laughs> there everything. She's the full embodiment of an actual period, not the colloquialism. Just it's a statement. Yes, of fact. Yeah, and you, I, I understand you appear to have been here since the 1900s and that's crazy <laughs> but you're wrong yeah even in school you know i asked her first day of school last year some little girls didn't like her was trying to make her feel oh, crazy and they were holding up like school. the l sign from clueless that meant loser where they even got that from i don't know but they were holding up the l sign to, to her and i asked her i said because i'm a virgo we got all the feels that's just my default parenting. Like, oh my God, I hurt your feelings. I'm so sorry. How'd that make you feel? And she looked me dead in my eyes and was like, what? <laughs> like, almost choked. Because <laughs> I remember feel. this. <laughs> like, I remember this. This was so, it's so hilarious. She, I said, did it hurt your feelings? She was like, no. <laughs> like, what do you even mean? I said, well, How? what did you do? And she was like, um, I ignored them. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, guess exactly. That's an option. And exactly. To not crumple into a ball and be hurt like a Virgo. <laughs> she does not know those people. And they're clearly, this is the thing. They're clearly incorrect about her. And they're allowed to be. We will let you just be wrong over there. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with me. You and your wrong opinions. How many times have I said that? <laughs> Then you had the girl at the end of this school, at the end of the school year, and she was, they got into some little first grade drama. Uh-huh. And she, she, you know, I guess said that uh, the baby was lying. And she was like, I'm not lying. You're the liar. Mm-hmm. And so I guess the girl ended up getting caught up in her lie. Yeah. And so she comes back and she apologized. And so she tells me, she says, yeah, she was like, I said, so what did you say when she apologized? She was like, oh. I was, she was like, she's got one more chance. Like, <laughs> I'm raising a psycho. <laughs> what you're raising is, in fact, an Aquarian child. I don't know what to do with it, which is why you raise her. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's fine. But... What do you feed an Aquarian? Like, I don't even know. Hearts of other people? <laughs> like, some, some days, people's wrong opinions of everything, apparently... I also love how she goes to school as a whole. And this is both the Aquarian part and her just being an only child. But it's not just that as an only child, she and people who were not only children understand watching only children come into school with all the shit. Okay. Because I did not get that luxury. So they come in. I with didn't either. Right. Exactly. Because yeah. we're not only children. Yeah. Right. But to watch her come in with her fucking light up shoes, her her milkshake earrings, her unicorn everything, because it's all unicorn everything. Um, <laughs> unicorns are the Lisa Frank of this generation. Yeah, and everybody oh, yeah. who listens to this that. show understands that. Yep. So imagine the kid that you knew that came in with a LA gear light up oh. and, and all the Lisa Frank trapper Listen, keepers. Okay, the only reason she even got Skechers light ups is because I wanted some LA gear. And I ain't never get no LA gears. <laughs> so listen, she comes in with all of this stuff all all the time. First day of school just stunting on hoes and then the part that got me about last year wasn't just the fact that she was perpetually coming in with the good lunch and all this stuff 
what got me, the thing I respected the most is at some particular lunch, somebody came in and had a type of cracker that she didn't have. When I tell you this bitch came home immediately and said, excuse me, mother. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard of a Ritz? (laughs) Oh, my God. I forgot about this. I will never forget about this. Because, first of all, again, again, the perspective here. What I want to highlight Uh, is the absolute authoritative nature of thought to say, excuse me, you must not have heard of these. Because for some reason... (laughs) I didn't know about it. So you sh- didn't know Nigga, about it. Nigga, ask me if I knew what Ritz were. <laughs> like, because I didn't know about it. You clearly must not me? know about it. Because clearly I know things. And y- you, this was news to me. So it must have been news to you. Because it's never presented. And it's such a fine line between just being an absolute 100% spoiled brat. Like, mother, Ritz. That's not what's happening. <laughs> And I don't want to portray it for her head. Right. She died. Like these we still black folks in here. She would be we would just be just the I same. feel like a fucking waiter every morning when she we, give me her breakfast order every damn day. Exactly. So that is not that's not what it is. But it's really the absolute confidence in which she knew that she was presenting something new to her actual parent. Have you heard of Ritz? And then No, you forgetting the part. What? She gonna say they're spelled R-I-T-Z. And she spelled it. <laughs> Bitch, I got a journalism degree. If you don't get the fuck out of my face. Her mother is a full writer. And she said, no, no, no. And she gonna spell the word. <laughs> I have been enlightened. Come hither. Let me enlighten you as well. I couldn't believe this. Um, And then proceed to say, I need these. All because someone else had something that she tried. It was delicious. And she was like, oh, well, then there's no reason for me not to have it. This child, second thing that I will never mm-hmm. let go, mm-hmm. that this particular, again, more, this is this is 50-50 split between Aquarian and just being an only child. She comes to her mother while I'm in earshot and says, I think I, I think I would like to do Great Wolf Lodge again for Christmas. I'm looking at her like, I think uh, we barely paying the rent. If you don't get the fuck out of my face. I'm just like, how do you... What kind of life do you think... I'm like, where have we successfully tripped her into believing? We have successfully convinced her that there are no hardships. (laughs) There's nothing but hardships. And I can't wait for Jesus to tell her differently because the only reason she feels that way is because from day one, it's like, okay, you can pray, you can follow the Lord. And he will he will give you desires in your heart. Mm-mm-mm. Remember that nice, youthful faith in Jesus mm-hmm. when you just pray for anything. We were out here praying for my brother to f- beat the boss level on games and stuff. All types of things that children <laughs> pray for. I remember that. We pray as a group and it would happen. Because <laughs> Jesus, Jesus loves the children. And he loves just building that, building that strong level oh child faith. Right? Building up this child faith. Only for you to become grown and now you got to. He just kick you in your ass. W- your gut you and your papers. Like, <laughs> All your papers go flying up in the air. Crazy. But, um, yeah, the way that she just said that very, you know, very casually and matter-of-factly, but not matter-of-factly, like, I 
give me, give me, give me. It's just matter of factly, like this is what it is. And my question, like, I'd to, like to summer in our. I would like to summer in Aspen. Can we do that? <laughs> the fuck? Can we, will we be going to Martha's Vineyard this? Summer? <laughs> will, will we be going to the Vineyard? Like I don't. I, I'm like, girl, if you don't sit your ass down on Bell Isle and leave me alone, my question. Take you to the giant slide. My question, <laughs> and it's not a fool. Don't take her to the giant slide. <laughs> Let her fly off that motherfucker. No one is to go to the giant slide <laughs> until they take that WD-40 coat off. <laughs> no one should go. Okay, our slide was plastic. It did not oh, do that. Oh, Jesus. But my only question, maybe it's just a comment because it's not necessarily a thing that you have to answer, but I always... One thing I always look at, especially when it comes to people that parent, is how do you take something? Because there's so much utility in that level of confidence and moving in the world like that. There's so much utility in not allowing what people say or think about you to stop you from what you're doing. Yeah. But how on earth do you figure out how to curb it and not make her the asshole? Because <laughs> those two is things... This, is this rhetorical or do you really want an answer? Do you got the answer? I mean, yeah, it's it's not a complicated answer. It seems complicated. It's not. It's it's two things. Okay, go. One, you make her um, radically aware of her surroundings. So we are volunteering. You are feeding the homeless. She has a whole wallet that just says give. Okay. So you really enforce the fact that you are not an island. You are not the only person that exists. And you are not the only person that is important. I tell her that shit all the time. That's important. You are not the only important person in the world. Okay. You are important, but you're not the only one. Mm. Other people are important. Mm. Number two, and actually I reverse order, Jesus. Well, yeah, for sure. You pray for them. You pray <laughs> with them. You pray around them. <laughs> And you know, you make it you make it plain that these are blessings from God. But I tell her it's actually written in her playroom because she, she has two rooms. All right. Um, she has it a playroom. Says, but it says in there, "To whom much is given, much is required." Mm. So yeah, you get a lot because there's nobody to share this shit with, and I'm not pumping out another kid just to make that point. It's <laughs> not happening. We are not sacrificing no, this body. I, I'm not. I'm done with that. Jesus is gonna have to, to step in and do his thing. He do his little one too, but. To whom much is given, much is required. You you got a lot of blessings, but you also got a whole lot of work you got to do, too. That's true. And we expect a lot from you as the adults in your village. We expect you to be kind. We expect you to get good grades. We expect you to keep a, a clean house mm-hmm. in a very way where we not really lax on those things. That's true. You know, we're very, we're, it's very, very firm on that shit. Like, because you get a lot of shit. So we, we got expectations of you. This is true. And those will change, as, obviously, as she gets older, you know. But, yeah, we, we ride that thing out. You can get a lot of shit, but you got to give a lot of shit, too. Man. Yeah, this is true. She also knows that she... What I enjoy about her village in particular is that, to me, it's, I like how, at least reminiscent it is of the, um, the villages of old, of yesterday. The villages of old. The, the, of the quote-unquote 1900s, as the Gen Zers say, but where anybody on the block could whoop your ass. hmm And I like, not that we're all out here just doing that when necessary. But I like that of everybody in her village, if they catch something that is not aligned in those things, being ready, willing, and actively there to course correct it, Mm -hmm. especially for a person that doesn't have like an older sibling 
or even a lot of like cousins or some mm-hmm. other people, other children around her to kind of gauge what she's doing against. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't have any of that. It's literally her. I don't even really get to see her interact with other kids like that. Right. Which all leads to, you know, the type of person she is. But I do enjoy that because not every village has that. As being a member of multiple villages and different parental rules, one of the things I like about her is these guidelines work for everybody. It's consistent. Yep. It's, hey, if I see you doing this, this also going to be a problem. Yep. This not just going to be a problem when your mom and your dad see it. It's going to be a problem across the board. Yep. And we will we will chat. Yeah. And as she gets older, I'm going to be like, hey, Facebook friends. Y'all know what Coco Baby look like. Y'all see my child out there acting if foolish you see her in the street. Out in the street, snatch her up and text, text Listen, Okay. Because <laughs> you're not going to embarrass me, nigga. Right. And your ancestors. <laughs> and everyone else. And everyone else. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that's it. Okay. So I'm sure anybody raising. An Aquarian or Aquarian adjacent. Maybe you an Aquarian and you had a baby and they got some Aquarian traits. <laughs> I'm just like, I just agree with so much. I'm, I really should probably work on that on myself. That, yeah, that's, that is for y'all. <laughs> that is for y'all. That is for y'all. All right. All right. Well, it's time for Life Hacks. Okay. I think I am going to share, um... How to keep cookies soft. So speaking of her, she and I have been doing a lot of baking over the summer. She's discovered a love of baking cookies. So we make cookies. We've been trying different recipes and freezing the dough. So that we made uh, the last ones we made were um, some chocolate chip cookies. And my little 16 year brother goes, man, these good. These taste like that. They They came from a white woman. I said it was a white woman's recipe. <laughs> so shout out to I Am Baker. It was one of her recipes. Mm. Um, and it's not to say black women don't make good cookies, but they did taste like white woman good cookies. It's just a certain, it's a difference. It's I know what you're talking difference. about. I've seen it. I've tasted it. Yeah. As a person who loves cookies. Yeah. I know it was just means. different. So to keep your baked chocolate chip cookies soft, you can add an apple wedge, a piece of bread, or a tortilla on the top and the bottom of the cookies to the container that you put them in a day or two after baking them or whenever you find the like the texture of the cookies uh, starting to harden. And I said chocolate chip cookies, but this is any cookie. Um, the moisture from the bread or the apple will basically migrate to your cookies, making them soft and chewy again. A tortilla is my favorite way because, you know, titties and tacos. Yeah. We so a tortilla those. is my favorite way because it takes up like far less room than a slice of bread and it doesn't transfer any flavors or aromas like an apple edge. Ooh. So it does the same thing and absorbs that that moisture. So and then it fits perfectly in a round cookie tin. So that works. Well, that's lovely. That's how you can keep your cookies soft after a couple of days once you've made fresh baked cookies. I can really use that because you know me. I like to make cookies. Yep. Um, so thank you for that. You are welcome. Um, so first and foremost, before I get into my life hack, that's not a life hack, cause so I hope you really enjoy that, because that's your real one for this <laughs> week. Um, I just want to give a shout out to this life hack was submitted by a listener. Um, I have one for this episode and I have one for next episode. So we're going to do this one because this one's fuck shit right now. And um, I'm into it. 
And then next week we'll do another one because people are sending me life hacks. This mm, is amazing. Okay. I should have done this a long time ago. I don't know which episode I said, hey, if y'all want to send me life hacks, I'll take them. But keep them yeah, coming, y'all. Just, <laughs> y'all can get a shout out on the show. So this one. Thank y'all for helping this fool. Because, <laughs> oh. Uh, my goodness you know who who really appreciates it mm-hmm. my husband because he's the <laughs> other one that that's who's been carrying this weight but anyway um this one got sent in from uh monte so you should already know how this is gonna oh, go lord i love this um this particular life hack says if y'all break up keep sharing apple watch fitness activity and randomly work out in the middle of the night it's even better if you do it on the weekend <laughs> <laughs> if that ain't a oh good my hack. god <laughs> wow i cracked up when i saw that both I said, you and monte are toxic uh, shout out Just to you toxic i loved it um don't believe anything that sparkle says about you i find you hilarious <laughs> oh my god um and I'm here to say that publicly. So thank you for listening. And thank you for the life hack. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, dear listener. Um, and yeah. happy anniversary, Khalees, to your wife, not you, asshole. Oh, well, happy anniversary <laughs> to the couple. Is Whatever. What I will say. Whatever. <laughs> but yes, I thought that was great. Um, I think there are definitely people that can use that. So you should, um, you know. And let us know how that goes. Write it on the nacho cart or nacho truck or you're, wherever. You're the actual worst. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did we not just go I over this? Hey y'all. But uh, but yeah, that's my life hack. Okay. And more importantly, that is the, the end, end of, of this episode. This episode, yes. Um, thank you so much for coming by. This episode has been brought to you by the letter S and Dr. Corbina Dungy's phenomenal titties. Yay. Yay. Keep Harriet Tubman in, girl. Uh, you will be in my prayers. Um, you wow. can catch episodes like this and all our other ones on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iTunes. While you're on iTunes and Spotify, you know what you can do? You can rate us. You know what you can rate us? Five stars. You know what you cannot do? Rate us anything else because anything else we absolutely 100% keep that shit. You can keep it. We don't want it. Um, Share this. Come uh, talk to us on the Instagram and Facebook page. We are Titties and Tacos on Facebook. We are Tits in Tacks. T-A-C. On T-A-C-S. On Instagram. I don't think there's other ones. Just put it in there. You'll find it. Um, share, share, share. Subscribe. Like things. That allows other people to see things. Um, reshare things. That also allows other people to see things. You know. It's the end of the season and we were finally figuring out how to promote the show and just barely so help us out of the fourth season at that (laughs) i mean listen we just decided to take instagram seriously and seriously is a very loose term anyway um thank you for this housekeeping moment um share subscribe all that jazz and until next week Eat some tacos, rub some titties, and we will see you next week. 
Bye. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.